You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. This episode is brought to you by CovenantSpice.com, the fun, safe, and affordable way for Christian couples to take their sex life to the next level. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Efridge. All right, so... You know, just to be fair to our audience, because most people don't know the behind the scenes that goes on at Sexy Marriage Radio. That uh, they don't know how cool you look in your ball cap right now. That's what <laughs> they don't know. Yeah, this is this is going to be a, a a different show because we're recording late in the day, whereas normally anytime we record, it's early. And the reason is because of a technical glitch. That that's what I'm saying, even though it was my fault. That. Um, <laughs> You know, nobody's been, nobody's pointing fingers. I'll, I'll throw my stones. no. I'll throw myself under the bus because I've. <laughs> I mean, I I got a track record of four and a half years of this show, and That's only true. like once has this happened before. Yeah. I, I'm shocked that it's so, never happened before. So I'm okay with it, but I I erased the show that was planned to go, and so. <laughs> Hey, so this, one's Shannon? Only, this one's not even going to be in the can for twelve hours. No, before it, it won't. Releases. It won't be. It's like, almost. People, it's almost live. People will still be able to smell our breath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the microphone. <laughs> and I just had chocolate, so hopefully my breath smells pretty good. I don't well, know about yours. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I think I sl- slammed down before getting kids where they needed to go tonight. But hey, welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio where we are taking some time out, and we're glad that you take time out of your day every time you invite us into your world. Um, We love hearing from our listeners, and the way that most of them reach out to us is uh, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can send us an email, questions, thoughts, criticisms, compliments, praises. You know, we'll take it all. We we, we love hearing from you guys because you guys are the sexiest listeners on the face of the planet. We will take the good, the bad, and the ugly. Absolutely. And so it's interesting because – the the show that we're the topic we're doing is is from an email that, uh-huh. that came that someone she she emailed in and was you know I don't think we've done a show on this where what happens when a partner has to travel like they're in the military possibly or maybe their business and they're just gone for big long sections at a time and yeah how do you keep a spark going and I love it because how do you use phone sex or Skype sex or some of the different things that technology provides and keep a connection. And how can you, how can this be done without being awkward? Yeah. And in, in, if there was ever a day and age that you should be able to stay connected with physical distance, yeah. it's today's day and age. Yeah. Um, like I know that one of my women at the well, she was telling me how she's a chaplain in the air force and her husband is also a chaplain in the air force. So they are never placed on the same military base. Of course. They are always deployed into two different places and they just have a few weeks at a time in between assignments. And yeah, they, they use technology to keep their, their love life rocking. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it is because technology it's long gone are the phone cards that you have to get minutes <laughs> added to. Or so, the snail mail letters. Yeah, well, there you go. That's, that's <laughs> the a telegraph. Good one. That's a good one, too, that you know, I have to write and wait for days on end. Yep. I love you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. Stop. But it's, but it's interesting because if you think about it also what, with what technology offers, because going back specifically to the email, the question in the email was, how can this be done without being awkward? We, I think there's probably going to be a level of awkwardness until you grow comfortable with it. Anything that's new mm-hmm. and unrehearsed, or, or just unfamiliar, it's going to be awkward. Well, and you also add to it the technology side of it, that there's going to be an awkwardness to it. Plus, 
you up the risk a little bit, even though most of those things are pretty secure as far as no, you know, it's, it's not like the with the iCloud hack that, that you know where they're getting in and getting all the different <laughs> f- photos that people had on their on their devices. But it's still one of those things you're sending out something through the airwaves, and right. yeah, so that ups the riskiness, and, and maybe that adds a little excitement and novelty. I was going to say, I don't think that necessarily has to be a bad no. thing that there's some risk involved. And the reality is, is if it's, if it's stuff you're sending to your spouse, right. who can hold it against you? Right. Yeah. Like, they can't, that can't be brought into a court of law. Right. Like you're, you're not at risk for being sued or, or publicly humiliated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're supposed to keep your, your home fires burning. <laughs> exactly. So, so I think it's probably, it's probably fair to say to our listeners that, that have this as part of their issue. In, in their in their marriage, where one of them travels, they're gone for long sections of the time. Um, if they're in the military, first off, I want to take a quick moment and say thank you to yeah. to the people that are in the military. Um, thank and, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and and provide so much for us as Americans. Yeah, and to their spouses yes. who also make equal yes. sacrifices. Yes, to to just live the life of being in the military. Yeah. So I think it's probably fair that we we let's let's kind of just run through what are some ways you can stay connected because maybe there's people that are still rotary phone in it. <laughs> or have the Android. <laughs> oh, wow. Flip yeah, the, the flip phone. phone. Okay. That'll, that, I'll go with that. It's like threw Android under the bus for a second. I'm a Mac guy. I mean, I'm an Apple person through and through, so I'm okay with throwing Android under the, under the bus. But, but no, because it's probably good to talk about some of those things because there's all kinds of ways to stay connected. There's all kinds yep. of ways. I mean, you and I record this on a platform called Zoom. Where right. we're just looking at each other while we're recording the show because it adds a little more of the cues for mm-hmm. us to do a show that's a little, ba- a little better. So you can do Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. I mean, all of those are encrypted that are sent across the web. Yeah. And, and they're not like public forum they, places. They truly are encrypted. Like people can't hack into a Skype conversation well, or a Zoom conversation. No, they can be hacked, but. It takes, you're not, no one's going to just stumble upon it. If there's some intentionality of you've got to seek out. Right. And why would you be a target? Like nobody cares what Jane and Joe do. A random, you know, so there's always the chance, you know, because anytime you put something out, this is what I tell my kids. Anytime you put something out there beyond a computer and even in a computer, it's there forever. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're sending something out, it's, it's there, it's out, but Zoom, Skype. I mean, I use Skype and Zoom. I use this platform too for counseling, and it it qualifies to cover enough of the stipulations. Confidential enough. Yeah, it's the same thing as having an office door because somebody could walk through my office door while I'm while I'm in session. So Mm -hmm. as long as as long as you're clear about it, so in a way, it it, I mean, because that takes it to face to face. Because there's something about seeing your partner face to face that makes a big difference. It does. because then it you really can't does. have well, because then you can't have the times where you're on the phone talking to each other, and while you're doing that, you're doing the dishes and you're folding laundry, and you're you know you could still do those things, but you're seeing your partner, so it's almost like you're doing them together. Yeah, I remember when my daughter was in Australia for a year doing art school. If she would take the time to Skype with us, that left me feeling so much more fulfilled right. than just a phone conversation. Because right. I wanted to see her. There's something about seeing yep. your loved one. Yep. You know, and didn't didn't you say in the recording that I erased? Um, <laughs> didn't didn't you say of a client or a friend you that he traveled a lot, and so every, at dinner time 
Yep. So yep. That's what I was going to toss in there. Yep. Yeah. I, I love this uh, exercise that they do. Whenever Steve is traveling, his wife, Misty, will set a laptop up at the dinner table so that the kids can see dad. And so he gets his hamburger or meal from the hotel lobby or whatever. And so they still eat together. It's just dad's on Skype. Right. So he's just it's, sitting on, he's sitting on the table rather than at the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you can envision though that if there's that level of comfort in mm-hmm. okay, this is how we have our dinner time conversations, this is how we stay connected, that to tuck those kids in bed and then take that into the bedroom mm-hmm. would be a very natural thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're just starting out in the bedroom going, okay, let's have Skype, you right. know, intimacy or whatever. It's gonna feel awkward. Okay. So I would please say don't, start please don't, the yeah, please don't say to your spouse, "Let's have Skype intimacy." That's just <laughs> not gonna fly. Is, is that a is that a boner killer? Well, yeah, I just can't. I can't see that really. Ooh, that just gets me flowing. You know. <laughs> so, okay. Granted. But, but it is one of those that you could have the natural dynamic of just because if you if you have more of the times where you can connect, there's some intentionality there. And I think that's what spills over. That's what you and I talk about all the time when it's a show that that when there's some intentionality towards that it's geared towards your sex life, it changes your sex life. Yes. It's not always about foreplay. Even though I love Esther Pearl's philosophy that foreplay begins after orgasm because you're setting up the next orgasm. So yeah. it's one of those where you constantly have a pursuit in mind as far as, as part of your interplay. But mm-hmm. it allows for that connectedness. So that way, when you do have those times where, man, I'm really missing you, then, hey, it can be a little more natural. Yeah. You know, hey, well, let's, let's, let's see where this could go. Right, right. And yeah, I know that... Um, that let's be real people who travel and they miss that connection with their spouse because of the physical distance. I can't fathom that the temptation isn't much larger for people who feel as if their spouse is like, Oh no, that just doesn't feel comfortable to me. And and I'm not trying to bash somebody who doesn't feel comfortable, but I'm challenging you get comfortable. Right. Get comfortable. Like you can work through that discomfort, but I think that your marriage is worth it. And yeah. to especially a fair proof your marriage. Cause I, I mean, I hear of men frequently, like when we wrote the every man's battle series, uh, that there were so many testimonies pouring in about men who travel and that it's just so hard to resist the porn mm-hmm. in the hotel rooms or the girls in the lobby or the prostitutes on the corner or whatever. And, and it's not just men who experience that temptation. I mean, I've been traveling for years and yeah, the guys who strike up the conversation in the airport or the, or the airplane or whatever, it's a very real issue when you feel disconnected from home. Right. But if you feel as if, you know what, I'm going to be talking to him shortly. I'm going to be looking at him in the eye tonight. You're not going to do something that you feel as if you can't look at your spouse in the eye over. Yeah. And, so and it's just it's good preventative medicine. That yeah, and that's actually the, if you think of it, the flip side when you can meet face to face, you you can't hide more if there's something else going on, mm-hmm. quote unquote. You know, because it was, it, it if if you just think about it, if you are gone a lot, there's a lot of downtime possibly. I mean, who, depending on what your job is, obviously, but right. it's a way to stay involved. It's a way to 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 be seen, and so. That's a great way. Then you can also utilize um, texting and some of those kinds of things just to, for the normal little touches like you would have even when you were in throughout your day, where mm-hmm. even if you're not traveling. I think I remember mentioning a, an, there's a couple of apps that are out there that are just specifically for couples, for marriage or for committed relationship people. That yeah. it, it only allows two people to be on it. Yeah. So you, you have to have a code to log in. 
and it's so it's a little more secure, private as far as texting. Um, you could draw little pictures. You could send pictures uh, because that's one of those things. And anytime I send something suggestive to Pam, I, once I hit send, I always check to make sure it was her that I just sent it to. <laughs> you know, because it's like oh. Okay, that was that's okay. That wasn't yeah. that wasn't to my sister or you know. That was, yeah, that that was really awkward when I sent a text message to a car salesman. He's a friend of ours, and so I had his text number, his phone number, on my phone, and uh, said, "Hey, we're going to come by and take a look at this car for my son." And so we did. And after we left, I get this text message a couple hours later that says, "You know, I think you're really hot, right?" And I was like, "Um, you didn't mean that for me, yeah, did you?" Just... He's, oh my gosh, no! <laughs> He's like, "I've done that before." Uh-huh. Actually, and what's and what's great is this this happens sometimes to our <laughs> listeners because they'll send they'll be uh subscribers to Se- sexy marriage radio or to simple marriage and so they'll get something in their inbox and they'll hit reply to send it to their partner thinking they hit forward and so i get it saying hey maybe we should try that or you need to make sure you listen to this and i love those because i just start laughing as i'm typing back i'm not quite sure this was meant for me <laughs> Blessings. Thanks for listening. You know, but good for you yeah, for applying. Well, what we, well what done. <laughs> but so there, so there's some of the things that are out there that do help uh, yeah. because that the, the cool thing, the app I've used that Pam and I've used is called Pair. And P-A-I-R? Yes. And okay. it even has a thumbprint option where when I touch the screen, if she is at her phone, it will vibrate or, you know, ping her so she knows and she can touch the screen, and if we both touch on the same spot of our phones, it makes the phone vibrate together. So it's kind of like this whole long-distance touch. That's cool. Kind of a thing, yeah. And so yeah. those are all options and things that are available that the yeah. technology has provided for us that's pretty fascinating. I mean, I when Pam and I were yeah. dating, you know, we did two years of long-distance when I was first starting college because we were high school sweethearts. And, Aww. I mean, it was payphone. Standing in the lobby <laughs> in the of the dorm, you know, and my parents had Poking said, in quarters. Well, no, they, I, they, my parents helped, helped float some of that with a phone card and they said, you've oh. got an hour or, you know, I don't remember, I, but we had a set time that it had to be done. Cause if it was through my room and my, the phone in my room, then it was through the ACU system. And then they charged even more than long, you know, so it was just like, we had Wednesdays and Saturday nights is when we talked. And so technology makes it so different yeah. than what it was. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of technology, um, Richard Blankenship, who we've had on the phone or on the phone, on the, on the show before, he was telling me that they have sex toys now that are remotely activated oh, yeah. by your iPhone. Yep. I thought that sounded rather intriguing. Yeah. Um, and so I, I also was thinking about how I can envision, especially for women, because let's just be real, we're a little bit more inhibited. Little boys, they grow up with it all dangling out there. They're running around without a diaper and they're slinging it around to see how it'll wiggle and all that stuff. Whereas and girls- And that's when he's 47. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whereas girls, like they don't even know that they have three holes down there until they're in college. You know, that like there's just so much mystery to right. it with girl. So one of the things that, women might want to take into consideration is that if cyber sex phone or Skype intimacy or whatever is something that your husband is interested in, you might want to just start with a mirror rather than a laptop, rather than a webcam of just get comfortable touching yourself 
by yourself so that when it's time to set up that webcam on the laptop and kind of be together, that it won't feel so awkward. And I know that there are people who have written to us about, they don't agree with, you know, with the whole masturbation thing. And there are some people who are like, Oh, I'm so glad that you finally said that. And I completely agree. So you know what? We're not prescribing it. Right. We're only describing it. That if it's something that you want to do, and it's not against your personal conscience and it lines up with your spiritual values and you feel as if it would enhance your marriage life, there's nothing forbidding it in scripture. Just go for it. Just see if you can break through that hesitancy and that awkwardness. Right. Cause I think that's one, that's a great segue to add in that when we're talking about things that are masturbatory in nature, that uh, you and I have both kind of taken the stance of, if it's gearing towards the marriage, if it's still, yes. if it's not secret, what's the issue? Right. Cause it, when it's, it's a it, se- when it's secretive, that's when you have problems. You know, if you're, you know, got a, a, a compulsive masturbatory issue where it's daily, multiple times a day, whatever, and it's hidden, nobody knows. And you're petrified. If you were found out, that's where right. you've got an issue. When you're separating your your sexual energies from your spouse right. rather than sharing your sexual energies right. with your because spouse. Because it, it can be something that, you know, if you could have an extremely, exceptionally high sex drive. I've had some guys that have been in my office that have this. They work out, and they're big, buff dudes, and some of the supplemental things that they take to help maintain increase their testosterone. testosterone. And yep. so their sex drive goes through the roof during those times. And their wife, I mean, I love it because one of them, she was like, she finally had to come to grips with masturbation was just part of his life. And she because wanted, she can't keep up right, with him. She wanted to be a part of it to a degree, but also allow it to where it's nothing that's, it's not a threat to her. And so she, it, it was freeing to her to be able to say, honey, we just did that six hours ago. If you need it again, <laughs> you could, More you could take care of it, you know? And it's take just kind of, yeah. You know, you could tell me about it later or, you know, right. but just, so it's just kind of, hey, there's some things I don't need to be a part of all the time. Right. And, and, and I know that some people's issue is that they assume that when we endorse masturbation or say that it's acceptable, if it's not outside your own spiritual values, that they assume that we're including porn. We never said that. No. We never said that we agree with porn. Right. And so there's, it's two totally different things. Right. Um, but yeah, I do think that to share your sexual energies with your partner through whatever technology, even if it's just... We have our earbuds in, we're laying in our own beds at night. You're in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm in Detroit, Michigan or whatever. And we're just describing what we're doing to yeah. ourselves. Like, you know, just share the energy, yeah. share the love. That's all we're encouraging you to do. Yeah, Cause that steers towards each other. And I think that's yes. the point is, is yeah. if it enhances the relationship, go for it. Right. And, and I can imagine how people whose spouses don't feel that comfort level with that, who feel as if if they feel a need for a sexual release because they've been traveling for days on end, it's a lonely experience. And I would think that that breeds an independence, that that breeds something in them of my sexuality is something that, that I do have to take into my own hands. Yeah. And I can, I can even see how the person laying in the hotel room is like, well, I may as well turn on some porn to enhance it because I deserve some sort of stimulation. It, but it's like, you know what? You do deserve some stimulation, but it should come from your partner, not from a porn star. Yeah. Yeah, it should come from somebody that you're sharing life with. And and plus, I'm thinking a lot of the things that happen whenever you've got people that are uh, long distance apart, whether it's for months or years on end or 
It's just, you know, I, I travel all week and then I'm home on the weekends. If you can have those things to help maintain the regular connection, it allows integration back into the system a little easier mm-hmm. because that's a reality. You know, those of you that are spouses of people that travel or are deployed, you know full well you get a system rocking along that you got it all knocked out as a single parent. And when they come home, it disrupts things. And mm-hmm. sometimes the disruption is really good just because maybe you're just longing for some sex and some interaction and some help. But it's going to disrupt things because they're going to come in and want to be a part of it. And how do they integrate and assume their role again? And so there's lots of upheaval that happens yeah. with that. And, you, and you, they have to be willing to be disrupted. Yeah. Just know that this is your lifestyle. This is, this is what you guys signed up for when you're having to single parent or run a household by yourself and then they're in and then they're back out and then they're in and then they're out. Um, I have a friend who's a musician. And so he is in and out a lot because that's how he makes his living. And that his philosophy is as soon as his bags get down on the floor, as soon as he walks in the door, he really wants to connect physically with his wife first thing. And for years she took that as all you want me for is sex. But she said there was a big paradigm shift for her several years ago where she realized he has been craving me all week. And the fact that he's actually in the same room with mm-hmm. me now, of course he's going to want me. And that she took it as a compliment yeah. and said that they noticed that their weekends, they got along or those, those, those periods of time when he was there, they got along so much better if she was just prepared for that, that right. as soon as he walked in the door, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be all over you, pal. But it just, it scratched that itch and it formed that bond so that then the taking out of the trash and the mowing of the lawn and, and just all the domestic stuff, doing the dailies, there wasn't near as much tension because that had been, you know, yeah. that, that foundation had been laid. Yeah. Um, they had been laid. Let's be real. <laughs> it wasn't a foundation they were laying. They were laying each other. Pun, in, um, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes... Sometimes sex is just sex, but sometimes sex really is bonding. It yeah. really is bonding. It really is hello. It's really, it really is goodbye. It really is, I love doing life with you. It really is, I'm horny and I just need a release. It really is, I'm stressed and I need comfort. It's, it's just part of life that needs to be embraced and celebrated because the opposite of, you know, I tell people instead of the word horny, like if you have a problem with, well, he's just horny or she's just horny, they're just using me as an outlet. You know what? Substitute the word alive for horny okay. and realize that they're just being alive because dead people don't get an erection. Dead people don't have orgasms. As long as you're alive, you should want this on occasion. Yeah. It, it's part and parcel with being human. So rather than saying, well, they're just using me, look at it as they want to share life with me. They want me to be alive with them. Yeah. What a cool invitation. Yeah. And so, so you can also, cause here's a couple other things I'm thinking of that you, that you can do. And th- <laughs> this is interesting because technology has changed again to where you can send this remotely very easily. But I remember creating, um, tapes of songs for Pam. <laughs> they were just they were just good songs or love mixed songs. Tape. Yeah, and so yeah. you had all these mixtapes that for that so you could put together things that you that you send via text, that you send via email and you can even schedule some of these things so that they get regular touches from you because technology allows you to batch or send things at 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 interval scheduled, times scheduled yeah, intervals. you could set it up how you want and that's cool yeah and so y- you could have it all set up before you leave and that mm. way your spouse is getting these little touches every so often i mean i've long had this idea of an app 
that would be the Simple Marriage slash Sexy Marriage Radio app, which I'm going to do. In a, his, yeah. send, send an email to feedbacksexymarriageradio.com because I'm really co- toying with creating a Sexy Marriage Radio app. Be- and better yet, become a Bed Buddy Club member so that we can finance the evolution well, of this app. I get that. That would help. That sounds like, that but, sounds like an expensive proposition. But if you're interested in it, that it would just all things sexy marriage radio would be an app on your phone. So new episodes would just show up there. Private stuff would just show up there. That cool. app only kind of content kind of things. But you could you can set these things up to where I, one of the things I've thought of trying to do is for those you know let's face it where we can be married to people that the the marriage is not as high of a priority on a regular basis as other things going on in their life, and so they just forget. To right. send the little touches, to send the emoticon, to send the hug, to send whatever. And so Especially I, when they're traveling right. and they're just distracted. So I've actually thought function. of, as part of this app that I would create, this isn't the Sexy Marriage Radio app, but I've actually thought of something that would be, you would pre-populate some texts. Hey, thinking of you, you know, things like that. And then you set it up as far as parameters and your phone at the times you set up randomly will just bring up on its interface would you like to send this? And all you got to do is just hit the button. So the phone's reminding you to send it, send the touch to your partner, you know, cool. because, because there's something about when we're not together, having ways to touch. And yeah. I, I would even venture to say there's something about when we are together, having ways to touch, even well, if you're I, right in the yeah. same room. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think that that reunion sucks of when we're finally back together, yeah. that can be explosive. Sure. If you let it, sure. uh, but you know, let's be real. You, you, you have to get yourself, you have to work yourself into that mindset. It's not necessarily going to come naturally, especially right. if you're resentful of the fact that your spouse has to travel so much. It's easy to feel like when they come right. home, I've been taking care of these yep. kids all week and I've been da, da, da. Or if you got the, the prototypical, you be rushing around to get everything done. To, so it's ready for when they do come home, you know, because yeah. if you think about it, if you're like me, whenever Pam travels, you know, I'm pretty lazy a lot of times around the house. And so I know do those dishes. <laughs> I know when she comes back, it's like, Ooh, all right, let's get some things in order to have a welcome home. So she mm. comes into a nicer environment that it's not just pizza boxes everywhere and beer bottles <laughs> and, you know, whatever, but I don't just... want to know about the dirty underwear on the floor. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could get stuff in a hamper. That's not an issue. Um, but it's, it's still just that there's something about that. You're rushing to go get them. And especially if you're already anxious to see them, yeah. That it's very easy to have that anxiety tip into the threshold of frustration, anxiety, because you're just amped up. And so therefore, how, I mean, those of you that have this experience of, of a spouse that travels a lot or is gone for long periods, you know full well there are lots of times when you have the reuniting sex that just is bad. It just doesn't mm-hmm. go well just because right. you guys, it, 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 you put so Not much on, on it or, yeah. And it's just, those are, that happens. And so it's, yeah. how do you find, and that's where I'm thinking some of these ideas of being able to connect while they're still apart, allow a greater likelihood of explosiveness right. in a good way. Right. That if there's been pinging going on all morning or for the past 24 hours, it's going to feel a lot more, right. a lot more natural, right. I would think. Yeah. And I also want to say that when you've been traveling out on the road, sometimes it's just really hard to fulfill your spouse's fantasy expectations of what things are going to be like when you walk through the door, because you're just exhausted. <laughs> Depending just on exhausted. the travel, for sure. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, having grace for each other, yep. have grace for the parent who, or the, for the spouse who's been at home all week, have grace for the one who's been on the road all week or all year. Um, and yeah, I hear from a lot of military wives that, you know, they just, they fantasize and fantasize about what it's going to be like when he comes home, but you know, he comes home with PTSD. He comes home with mm -hmm. all kinds of anxieties and yeah, it's, it, it can be really disillusioning and, um, it can just seem like you're walking on eggshells, but yeah, it, you can break through that. You you can successfully reunite yeah. and 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 get those home fires burning again and and form those bonds yeah. that are going to sustain you when you have to be apart again. Yeah, and and I can't even uh, believe we we left this one out because another viable option for staying connected is email each Duh. other. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> just send an email. I mean, I know my my sister in law and brother in law because he's he has done several tours in the military. Um, and they, because of where he would be based, it, you know, the, so the satellite phone calls weren't always an option. Mm. He, there, he would get ops at times where he could, but the other times it was emails. And so because of the time difference, she would send something as she was going to bed. He would get that when he wakes up, you know, and, and, and it's just kind of a nice little, that's to almost, wake up too. yeah, that's almost an, an, an a, a little more real time snail mail kind of a thing yeah. where you're sending yeah. something and you know that it's just waiting out there for them and then they'll send something and that mm -hmm. allows great interplay. And if and you're forth. not comfortable with it being sexual, you know what? I, mean, I love taking pictures of heart-shaped leaves, heart-shaped yeah. rocks, heart-shaped anything and just send that as a text. Just say I well, love you. And even if you don't want to go to where it puts you in any kind of really awkward situation, send something of your thigh and knee. You know, that's just kind of a... <laughs> it's not older well exactly i mean it's one of those yeah. like there's no face associated with it there's no right. genitalia or breast associated with it it's like oh i can't believe people see that they saw my shoulder yeah they see your shoulder <laughs> normally i mean i see your shoulder right now shannon as we're standing i mean how dare you out on a bike ride <laughs> how dare you girl i mean but it's just the whole come on so you, but those can still be suggestive absolutely you know pam yeah. pam the sends me pictures there. she'll send me pictures like she'll sit in a lounge chair at a at a pool with her feet and then she's got the scene behind it and she'll send me the picture of her feet with that scene and it's like i know exactly what she's saying to me uh-huh you know you were here right <laughs> so it's just that use technology to our advantage because it's there Absolutely. and it really can help in in tremendous ways to keep the home fire going yep and keep the fire and keep the fire going yep little while, installments while it's all it traveling. takes yep yeah. Well, wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time to spend it with us. Yeah, we hope you have a great Wednesday. We love you for listening. If you've benefited from this podcast, consider becoming a member of the Bed Buddy Club. Your financial support will help take Sexy Marriage Radio to the next level and enable Corey and Shannon to strengthen many other couples. Learn more at SexyMarriageRadio.com by clicking on the purple button.